what's up, what's up, y'all? It's your host with the most. So have a toast, leader Johnson. You are on the follow. You are listening to the Follow Leader Sports Podcast on Spotify, man. We gonna get into a lot of Villanova things. TJ Bombers and Wildcat. TJ Bombers and Wildcat. Oh man, it's crazy right now. Baker Dunleavy is back. Man, listen. Unbelievable, unbelievable. I wanted to talk about Maddie Segrist, but I'm going to leave that to a whole another um, podcast in itself. Um, first thing I want, Ricky Ortega is transferring. Oh, it's just, it's just crazy, man. Um, whew. I mean, but it's, it's, it's a crazy uh, running. Connor Watkins is going to get that time. Ortega's a very talented quarterback. Uh, you got Tanner Maddox right there. I mean, you have, listen, you got the guy from IMG coming in. I mean, um, it's a good room. It's a good quarterback room. Um, Tanner Maddox is big for Tanner Maddox. That he's going, uh, that Ricky Ortega's going, that is super huge for him. Um, it's some absolutely real. Jack Ryder is a guy I'm talking about. Um, some absolutely real good players on this team on Villanova football. You're going to hear a lot more um, me going at it, a lot more Villanova women uh, basketball. All be on the same uh, podcast, hopefully, you know. And I don't want to hear no smart remarks on nothing of that because they're on the same podcast. It's, I'm doing Villanova basketball is a lot more traffic, and it has to have its own border. I got a lot more laid down, and it's a lot I got to catch up with with both of them. And eventually, I just get to separating them. But I want all those that that crowd to join. I want that crowd to join forces, and you know, there it is. So it is what it is. Now, Matty Segrist, I gotta have a whole nother podcast, which I do more Villanova football because Ricky Ortega is transferring from Villanova football. A shout out to Ricky Ortega, his whole family. I hope everything goes great. As a PA guy, you know, um, you know things happen with the pre Bryant bad things. Um, uh, both guys came from same school. Uh, it's just, it's just unfortunate that did not turn out to be a Villanova evolution, and it's just what happened with that. Now, let's get there. I can't wait to talk about TJ Bomba. First, let's talk about Baker Dunleavy. That's the first thing. I'm sorry, Baker. My guy, Quinnip PX, somebody talks a whole bunch of mess. Oh, losing season. Shut up. Shut. Smack yourself. Smack yourself. What that man did, you don't even know what happened. You don't even know what he did and how, whatever. He stepped down his own self. Nobody fired him nothing. Like, Baker Dunleavy was on the up and up this year. I mean, it's nothing to explain to a person who doesn't know anything. Nothing at all. Like, they just talk, oh, they probably went on Google. What? Good seasons. Oh, look at these losers. Shut up. Shut up. Um, same thing, you know, um, as he how was coming back, was at LaSalle, losing seasons. But the, what he did on their program improved it. People came to that program. People wanted to see it. Better players, better playing. And if you know what happened before he got there, you know Ashley Howard brought a significant upgrade to that program. It was just a hard task. He was out of all everybody that left. We're talking about Halkovich is at Buffalo. 
Um, Baker was at Quinnipiac. Well, you're looking at the the most the hardest job because because of a Big Five, and they're in the major A10 is not a they're not little league conference like A10 is A10, and he goes into a conference that was getting no one, like absolutely no one. Nobody was going to LaSalle. Nobody wanted to go to LaSalle, and actually Howard helped them go to LaSalle, made people transfer there. Guys that left Pennsylvania came back to Philly and played at LaSalle with Ashley Howard. That's what happened. So that program was improved by Ashley Howard. Anybody saw that he improved everything, recruiting everything. This is how bad and where that program was at. You look at the rosters that came through that the A10. He had the best rosters, and you want to say, I mean, you can say about production, but players had to play together. Players was getting hurt. He was going through that injuries, players getting hurt, players having to be ready, having the talent. Now you have to operate it. Now they have to stay healthy. Howard did a great job in getting talent, bringing talent, organizing talent. And you put that, just that part right there. Put that part right there on assistant coaching. What does the assistant coach have to do? That's what he was great at. Talking to players. Relationship with players. He brings a brand. Ashley Howard is a brand on recruiting. We're talking recruiting. Don't talk about coaching. Which, like I said, he did a solid, he did a job. He did a real, very hectic job. He did a solid job with the sound. You gotta see where he came up from. And the players he brought there. But if you're talking about getting talent, bringing talent, you're talking about bringing talent. He's great at that. People love him all over the country. He could have been anywhere else. He stayed at Villanova. Ashley Howard's that guy. Now you got Neptune. It's the same thing. You could talk about Neptune coaching, but bringing talent, organizing talent, Relationships, Kyle Neptune can do it. He's one of the best at doing it. How do you think Jay Wright got all that talent in there? Baker Dunleavy, Kyle Neptune, Ashley Howard. Now they're all going to be back together again. Baker Dunleavy taking over is just so important because of the way the game's going with the NIL and the money being out there and bringing players. You have to have somebody in charge of that. That's the new thing. He's a general manager. Wow, the general manager of the women's and men's basketball. So he's going to be in charge of all of that, everything. Like, and then you look what, what Coach Dillon is doing with the players she's able to bring in there, like the recruiting players she has. The players that are coming in, you'll see how they play. I was talking about the Christ, Christina Dawes class. They had Lucy Olsen, Sanai Jones, so many different guys, people, right? And they're all contributing. Now you're talking about the other guy that she's bringing, the other girls, excuse me, that she's bringing in. So now Baker's in charge of that. Now Baker's also here when T.J. Bomber comes here. T.J. Bomber, if people don't know about T.J. Bomber, T.J. Bomber, you got to start from a little minute from him. One thing you know about Bomber, he's been an efficient shooter ever since he stepped on the college floor. He's a good guard, um, the high school, Abraham Lincoln High School, talented guard, combo guard, man, a combo guard. 
That's the first thing. T.J. Bamba can pass the ball. He's all around type of guard. Like he, this was an opportunity he should be he waiting for a school like this, a school that can bring out his talent. The boy can shoot. The boy can pass. Boy can rebound. All right. Um, you came in, ain't shoot much. What thirteen minutes a game? You shot sixty percent from the three point line, forty eight percent from the field. When he when he came in. You know, he had seven a game the next year, 38% or 36% from the three-point line. But now this year, he shot 37% from three. 42% from the field, shooting the ball, 32 minutes. He shoots 73% from the free throw line. Villanova is fixed on uh, guys who can hit the free throw shot. Maybe one of the best in the league last year. The best in the nation last year. Um, 3.7 rebounds. With 15.8 points, he's a go-getter. Like he's he he can hit so many different shots, like Justin Moore. So you put these two guys on the court, and it's it's just alone. There's not listen. A team can be good, can make it to the Final Four, but they don't have shot makers like Justin Moore. They don't have shot makers. Period. He's got guys that can score, and make shots, but we're talking about guys that can score in a variety of ways, a variety of moves, just in one spot. Step backs, uh, you know, fadeaways, um, in and out, juke you left, right, post you up, mid range from the free throw line, fade away from the free. These guys, Bamba and Moore, can score like anywhere, and then drive into the holes to get to the free throw line. Both these guys are going to be hard. Listen, Neptune going feel so good getting them two guys and finally getting their second year with more and getting Bomba in there. More will be a draft prospect next year in the first round. That is not even a question. And just watch out for Bomba. This is Villanova. That's all I got to say. Y'all can say what you want. No, no. Bomba is that guy that you you bring him to any program. If you, you're talking about schools that were after him real hard, right? Then it was Georgia Tech and Villanova. He wants to go and he wants the ball. This is the school. Caters to guards. Then you put a 6'5", 200 guy right there. I mean, they, they was putting Caleb Daniels when he was 6'3", 6'4", at the small four, but now you're putting him there, a physical guy with more. That's just ter- terribly, terribly crazy for any defense to try to stop right now. And then uh, he's a vet. He's a, his first ride. Listen, He's a vet. It's fourth year playing ball. So, Mark Armstrong. Now we go to Mark Armstrong. This is when every acquisition, I start going over everything. We'll talk about other stuff. Let's talk about the roster right now. Mark Armstrong, with those two guys, is killer. That is killer. Because Mark Armstrong is a shot maker also. I didn't get to that, did I? Nobody don't want to talk about Mark Armstrong making shots. Being he's gonna win so many different games more than more in um Bomba because he'll be the point guard and he can make shots. That's a good three. But you forget about Dixon. So that's what you're looking at right now. Is it people don't have scores on their team like this? These four guys. Now Bomba hasn't connected yet, so it could be some issues, you know, they sit down the first two game how quick will they that's the big thing how quick will they gel even through if they go five and old to start the season they don't mean that he they're at their best they could be making mistakes they could be edging through games 
So how quick were they jailed is the big thing. Um, Mark Armstrong is, that's going to be a great three that can score. It's, it's, you should be excited and over to have three guys that can score, you know, play both guard positions. Then you got Eric Dixon. You got a post guy. You got him. And you can hit from the outside. That's big to have. I know people are like, what about Jordan Longino? Jordan Longino's going to get his time. That's, that's not even a question. To be able to score, Longino will get his time. Who will be the power forward right now? It is Trey Patterson. That is it. Trey Patterson is your power forward. I don't think it should be. You can say what you want about him. Give him his minutes. He came in here as a top recruit. Give him his minutes. He ain't got enough minutes to you to say he can't do what he can do. No, give him his minutes. Let him be a focal point until unless Hunter Dixon comes. He still is going to get his minutes next year. Trey Patterson will have his time. I don't think not one minute that I'm looking at a guy that's not going to be productive none of his uh, his career in college. He needs his minutes. I mean, look when he gets in there. What, how many times did they put him in there? When was he a focal point to get minutes and to be involved in the offense? You need that guy involved. He can do a lot with the ball. Let him be involved. Don't be talking about what he's done when you see him. Like people are talking about Longino last year. No, Longino needs to be put into the offense and – he needs to be, last year was like, you do this, you do this. I'm going to put this out there. Let's see who does good. Let's see where y'all at. And then by the time the end of the season started, he started seeing what he had, and he ran with it, and he ran with it good. Now it's like, okay, I'm, I know you got this. Let's put you over here. Let's let you do this. And Najino was hurt. But when he was out there, it was like, what is he going to do? Now it's time to start playing with your weapons and putting them in the right spot. He got the team now. Just a, I'm talking about right now. Yeah, he has a team that can win a division. That can what? <laughs> you got Brendan Housen on the bench with Chris Archidiakono. You got Joel Longino, Trey Patterson, and Nana Njoku. You got Jordan Dumont coming. The first thing I said was the first four guys. This is a college basketball. What are we talking about? These four guys play defense, team ball. This is a team that can win the Big East already. Big East. They can win the Big East easily. Eric Dixon, right now, if you put Eric Dixon there, you say Trey Patterson, they're power forward, but you're still talking about the four guys, Bamba, Moore, Armstrong, Dixon. You got four guys that can score 15 points and over. All four of them can do it. It is not even a question. Mark Armstrong's a different breed of point guard we done had in a very long time. Very long time. Even over, you're looking at Jalen Brunson. We're talking about athletically. And athletically, along with what he can do with his mentally, mentality-wise, Jay Wright never got the chance to coach this guy. You know, Jalen Brunson had to come in and start. It was just that type of thing. You needed that point guard. You needed it. I mean, Armstrong was first brought in here. We didn't. Nobody knew what it wasn't like a need, and the coach didn't know where to go yet. He was just trying to get them back. Now you have Armstrong. He knows what he has. He has a, a first round pick as a point guard. We don't know if he's there yet, but last year he got a lot of noise starting the season. We don't know where he's at yet on draft boards. He's kind of like disappearing, but he's a guy with a lot of eyes on him. Once Armstrong starts to do good, he's automatically going to be on draft boards. Soon as he starts impacting, 
that he's automatically on draft boards. They already know who this kid is. He was already getting a lot of eyes from different draft scouts. He's automatically on draft boards immediately as soon as he starts impacting. Then Justin Moore, as soon as they start seeing the first five games that he's Justin Moore, now it's going to be like, hmm. Now it's going to start after the next five games after that. Now they're going to start trying to place him somewhere. Those are two guys. Then Bamba. Bamba comes in there and starts showing something. He starts showing something. Bamba could, this team could be, Bamba could be a guy we don't know where he's going to be at, but he's going to be a guy with NBA scouts all over him. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to name where he could, he can be anywhere from, I just can't help myself. He could be anywhere. If he starts and he, he produces, he can be anywhere from the second, the, the top of the second round to the middle of the second round easily, easily. And I'm talking about not undrafted, but then if you talk about what this team can do and if they get to a final four, and some type if, if this team could be good enough right now, this team's good enough to lose in the second round. I mean, because I got to see more. I mean, just by looking at them and I ain't seen the jail, the chemistry, they can lose in the second round of the tournament. They got that type of team. Um, But right now, Bomb was a second round pick. You look at Armstrong. Armstrong comes into this draft. He'll be a first round pick. Him and Justin Moore. I don't see nowhere near where these two shot making guys don't be first round picks. Eric Dixon's another second round pick. Uh, simply because six seven, he can hit the three. But how good does this team get? They have it. They have it. I think Armstrong immediately. Where would you put him with his size and explosion? He's a he's a, he's a top twenty five pick in the first round, and then so is Justin Moore. Same thing, you know, between twenty and twenty five. 20 and, you know, the end of the uh, first round, you'll see those guys drafted, you know. But to me, they're, they're top 25 guys. But, you know, that means they could fall to, you know, the last pick in the first round. I don't think any of these guys, once more gets on the floor, who's going to want to pass up him? And then when you see Armstrong play the point guard position the way he does, a playoff team will snatch him quick. These two guys could end up on playoff teams. Um, Brady Dunlap. Let's talk about Brady Dunlap. Brady Dunlap. Now, I said in my last podcast, I told y'all, listen, they like him. Um, he's a guy they, they, they looking at, but, eh, how hard are they courting him? They're not hard courting him like that. Nebraska, North Carolina, St. John's, Villanova, and Penn State are all. Once again, Neptune makes another list, man. <laughs> and it's a 2023 guy. Like, he's he a late 2023 guy. St. John's, um, you know, Rick Bettino, there he goes. Penn State, they're right, still in it. That coach from VCU is that was a good that was a good signing by Penn State. That was good. And then North Carolina, Nebraska's in it. Wow. Uh, with those guys, but North Carolina, you know, um, he used to be committed to Notre Dame. Let's just see what happens. I don't know, man. This is an up and down thing. With this, the only reason I say this is this, and this is not because I heard anything. This is speculation, straight speculation. Um, with the momentum that Villanova has, what are they thinking right now? This guy is a power forward. <laughs> 
Like he can play power forward. I'm I'm just saying. I know I'm, the, but this guy come right in and start or challenge for the spot. Him and him and Patterson play. But I mean, what if this momentum and then Villanova and I got on the phone and said, you know what? Let's go after him right now. We just got T.J. Bomber. Let's try to get Dunlap. That could be crazy right now. What if Villanova gets Brady Dunlap? I'm just, and I'm saying I haven't heard anything about the, the, the last talk I had. Yes, it's, it's, it's listen relevant. Yes, no doubt. It's anybody I talk to and let y'all know something, That person, think how close that person. The closest you can be relevant to a situation. Yeah, and you know, well, we like them and we're interested, but we're not. You know, we're not at, at them like that. But we like them. You know. I'm just saying, man, they liked him a lot. They liked Dunlap a lot, but they're not after him. These not Dickinson and Bomber are it. And so now it's Dickinson. That's who they're really focused on. If they get Dunlap, it's like, okay. But they're not, eh. They're like, okay, well, we was on this list and boom. I'm trying to do it the best I can without saying Villanova is not going to get Dunlap. They like him, but they're not after him is a priority. He's an option. He's a choice. He's an interest, interesting piece. They like him. But things could change right now, man. Listen, with, with the momentum going on, one of the reasons why you have a guy that you're interested in and, and, and you talk to him is to see, the, is he an option? He's a talented player. He's in the 2023 class. You only got one commit, and this is a good way to go after a guy. So you just, yeah, yeah you're seeing your options. You're looking at all your options, like Howie Rosemont. You look at all your options, and you see a guy. It's like Boogie Flam. Boogie Flam wanted to end. He wanted to visit. He wanted to visit Villanova. That was his. It wasn't like Villanova said, "Yo, man, come." You know, they no. He wanted to visit. Ike Cornish wanted to vi- listen. Ike Cornish liked Villanova. Trenton Flowers likes Villanova. They would all. Scott Clark said he would visit Villanova before he committed to Louisville. These are guys who like Villanova. So they come in, they visit. And then you come in, you like them, you're putting them in the top schools, yeah. But is Villanova courting them hard? Like Deshaun Harris-Smith? Like a Marco Jackson? No. They're trying to get things together. They got Bamba. That was a big get. Bamba was huge. You know, between Jace Carter and Primo Spears at the time, he was huge. Then you look at Hunter Dickinson. That's it. Like, I know, um, you know, I just think the way things are going. Do I think Villanova, in my opinion, I said 45%, you know. But um, we'll see. I'm not going to say what I what I think will happen right now. It's just so much in the it's, – it's so it, it's so up and down. It's right there. It's, it's not like it's out of reach. It's so in reach you can touch it. But you can't grab it yet because he's, he's not a Villanova wildcat. It's just, it, it is a big chance he won't be. It's a, just a big a chance he will be, he won't be. Like that's just what it is, and they're 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 trying to get that going. And if 
but the Bomba situation with Baker Dunley, Villanova's been in the news. They've been in no, and, and momentum is news, and young players like news, and they like good news, and Baker Dunleavy and Bomba. Listen, I, I would not be surprised if Brady Dunlap, and I, I'm just saying that I ain't heard nothing. I'm just looking at the momentum. This is momentum, man. This is what happens when you get momentum. Same thing happened with the Eagles. You know, people just started signing trades. Momentum. Brady Dunlap. Let's just say Brady Dunlap. He's considering. Five schools he's considering. Is he going to just go? This Listen, he can still go to Nova. But we're talking about what the school says. They're not pursuing him hard. They're not, that's, that's not a guy they expect or they're really putting their chips in to commit. That's, that's not the guy they, they're, they're going after. They're interested, but they're not thinking this guy's going to commit. They're, they're not going after him hard. They're not going after him hard, but they're interested. I'm just giving y'all the real scoop. Sorry if you thought it was different. But no, but this is his decision. This is his decision. If Brady Dunlap decides to go to Nova, just on his own accord, looking at the momentum, or maybe they pick up the phone. I wouldn't know. Maybe if I hear that afterwards, I, how'd they go after him? Oh, well, you know, we started going after him. Right, we went ahead and went for the, you know, they could do that. This is a momentum thing. What if that happens? They get Brady Dunlap. Then you got Lathan Somerville from 2024 class. He's up, okay? These are all up. Ashley Howard's returning soon, okay? All these are up. Hunter Dickinson. Villanova could have one of those unbelievable off-seasons. Right now, they go, my guy, if y'all hear any, you know, right now, just getting a text from my guy, Dwayne Anderson, man, how you just, I'm going to tell y'all what we're going to talk about with this. I just got to, as we are on the phone with Villanova fans, man, that's my guy. He's on a flight. Dwayne Anderson's on the flight. They probably going to meet Bamba and get it going. Um, um, the big thing right now uh, to know Villanova that they will be back in the tournament. Um, they will be back as a top 25 team. Um, but how high? Hunter Dickinson's different. You, Hunter Dickinson makes them a top 15 team. I'm not going to say top 10 yet until they play, but top 15 is no question. Um, but this right here just puts them in a whole nother bracket as far as Mark Armstrong, and I saw John Fanta, uh post something too on that. I mean, Mark Armstrong is going to be a big-time player. Uh, Bomba, I, TJ Bomba's big news because John Clark just put something up about him. I mean, when John Clark writes about you, he don't have to write about you. <laughs> he don't. He's all pro. He could be Eagle, all sixes, definitely on Eagles. But um, he's big news. And um, the NBA, and, and it says NBA is the next step. Yeah. When you get here and you do good, when you do good in Villanova, the NBA is coming. Ever since 2018, especially. 
2016, they didn't really bite. The, the, they didn't even bite. Ryan, Ryan Darcy, Diakono, Daniel Sheffu, uh, Jenkins, guys of that nature. But only Josh Hart, you know, Michael Bridges, who was on the team. But when they started, on the 2018 team, Jalen Brunson, look at Josh Hart, look at Michael Bridges, look at Dante DiVincenzo now. You got a ring in that group. That group has a ring. Playoff experience. Um, All-star. All-star. It's two guys that are you got a defensive player of the year candidate. Like that that 2018 team is one of the greatest college basketball teams, hands down, top three. Not only what they did, but look at the NBA impact. You know, Spellman's over in China doing this thing, dominating, you know, over there in China. You know, Chef was overseas doing this thing, but that's not 2018 team, but you know, um the bench player off that team was the most outstanding player and won a ring. <laughs> How about that? The bench player on that 2018 team, Dante DiVincenzo, who was number one in Delaware, they called him Michael Jordan Delaware. He was unbelievable in high school, man. Was the most outstanding player on that team. He got avoided that. You know, he had the, the, the unbelievable 30-point game. Shooting like Steph Curry, jumping up like take doing blocks with two hands. <laughs> he won a ring. He won a ring. That's how good that team was. The bench player. Not the player of the year, Jalen Brunson, who was now all-star at leading New York and then had playoff performances and was the player of the year. Not Michael Bridges, the guy who was the top ten pick. Could he score from anywhere? Michael Bridges could score from anywhere. Oh, I said you can't put him on a team where he's a fourth guy, a third guy. He has to be one or two. He's too undervalued. He's not going to do good as a third player. He's not going to do good. He's not there yet. He got to be a young player and get his wings first. Um, you know, Phil Booth. Who knows what guys like that? I mean, he, he heard he did an unbelievable job, won a championship. Um, just a good team. 2018 was ridiculous. I think Spellman should have stayed longer. You know, Divincenzo would have stayed another year. Not only would Nova would have won a championship, if Spellman and Divincenzo stayed, they would have won a championship, they would have been lottery picks next year. They would have been lottery picks. They would have been bigger money for Divincenzo. Divincenzo would have killed college basketball. He would have have been player of the year. he was, it was too easy for him. Um, Spellman would have been 15, 10, you know, looking like a, a wonder guy, you know. So, listen, man, um, this is a big moment. And then also, you got to look at where Villanova is at. Like I say, uh, Braden, Brady Dunlap is, 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 is here as far as he wants Villanova. And once again, right after Bomber signs, you still have Dunlap. I mean, Villanova has not went off the mark as a team that's hot on recruiting. They have not went on the mark as a team that's not trying to get better. Neptune has been hard at work. Um, like I said, I just talked to, you know, like, like I say, I get the, the texts from different people. Um, shout out to Team Durant uh, out there. Dwayne Wise, director of Team Durant. I always talk to him every other day. I got to talk to my guys. I got to talk to some basketball here. Jerry Meyer and What's up, Tobias uh, Bass and also Jamie Shaw, guys like that that are doing their thing. 
um, keeping up with the Joneses, man. But I'm going to get to y'all on more things right now. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Villanova goes to who's next? Um, is Brady Dunlap later than Somerville? That's what you're looking at right now. Um, other guys, Bryson Tucker, they'll all be um, Marcus Allen. Um, this is going to be a good 2024 class. And this is the momentum. Listen, this is what makes it good, the momentum. The momentum. I think uh, Khalid Williams is is going to be that guy. I think he could be the first guy to commit. Um, Jaleel Bathia is another guy. Them two guys, I think, are destined for Villanova. And then who do I think is third? I think Isaiah Abraham. Just watch out for Isaiah Abraham. Just watch out for him in his class. And now, Lathan Somerville. Where, where do you go from here? Where, but those three guys are the ones you watch out for. Abraham, Bethia, and Williams. Mr. Somerville, we'll just see where it's at right now. Man. I think we'll just see where that goes. How, how, I think there's a 20% chance right now that we get Somerville. Right now, but after the momentum, who knows where that's at right now? That could be at 50, and I'm guessing, but I think that could be at 50. I think the Dunlap and Somerville thing are two ones to look out for now. The momentum, just look out for it. Now, this is not nothing to say, oh, no, just look out for momentum. Momentum could really change things. Because they are a hot topic. They are one of the hot schools now in, in this offseason, along with Arkansas and Michigan. and They're one of the hot schools. Penn State. Of course, Duke and Kentucky is always in the, in the mix. Bronny James, what's going on? Oregon. Is in the mix. There's a lot of people talking about DJ Wagner. And how good is he going to be? A lot of things, man. So I'm going to get to y'all, man. We'll get back to more Villanova news. TJ Bomber's here, man. That's the outlook. That's, that's, a, that's a four. It's not a three anymore. It's a four. And then you got to look at the bench with Jordan Longino and Brandon Housen on the bench. They are a problem. And then what, what is Patterson going to do? The Joku, what are they going to do? Chris Archidiakono is another. You cannot leave him off as a guy that can contribute. I really believe this will be his year to really get up. I mean, he knows who he is. He don't think he'll try NBA, but he don't think he's just that. He's just a bas- good basketball player. He plays basketball. He don't look flashy. He's smart. And he can light you up if he gets there. He's had games. So this could be that game. This experienced guy could make everybody look like nothing. Not, not 20 a game. I'm just saying. He could be a guy that averaged eight points a game off the bench shooting that rock. He's smart. And you got Lanzino. I think he gets double figures. I think... He's healthy. He's double figures. I mean, you know what you got when you put this man on the. He's going to get double figure. I think 11 a game off the bench. It's definitely evident. And that's it. There you go. Like, I, now, Chris Archer Jack, I know he might average five. He could average eight, but he'll average five. 
Now Jesus is going to average 11. He's going to have him and Housing going to average 11 and 7. Housing's going to be a heck of a player with Longino on the bench. Nobody knows. And, and Njoku's a guy, he need to get involved more active. They got size. He, he's now going to see the guys he has, and he's going to play these guys. These is some good players on this team. He still has a good roster. Bamba, Bamba just made it an even better roster. Because now you have experience. You got four guys that can go in there and play. Longino's been there. I mean, this is a team. You got to look at them. Villanova's here. They're here to stay. They're back in the tournament. Just like that. So I'm out of here, y'all. Peter Johnson. Um, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. I'm out, y'all. Follow Lita. Still I feel. Still Step away from frozen, step away from frozen.